First ever. <laughs> Fuck. I can't, even, I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, so clearly, if you've listened to the podcast before, you recognize Keegan's laugh. Hi. Welcome. You recognize Michael's laugh. and uh, I'm laughing for a couple of reasons. That intro is hilarious, but I also realized I'm always looking for a pen and a paper. I have and, like four notebooks and six pens yeah. in here in my seat, and I go, oh, yeah. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if she'll listen to this, but I feel like when you're missing your pen, you usually blame it on Aaron. I blame everything on Aaron. <laughs> I would, when I was tidying up a little bit in here the other day, I was like, man, this is where all the pens go to die. <laughs> she said last time, she always takes the micro USB cord because she mm. that's like a new thing that she found <laughs> to, to charge her, her whoop bracelet or whatever. So she constantly needs it. And suddenly all of them are missing. I only need one every like once in a great while. Yeah. And now but when can, you need it, and now I can never find any of them because she took all of them, and so she's asking me for one last night. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like you took them all. I don't know where you put them. And then she's like, Are you serious? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm serious. And then she was in the bathroom and she's like, Where's the face wash? It was like maybe by it's by the micro USB <laughs> cords. It's like I don't touch any of that shit. I don't even use soap mostly. <laughs> I always find it. I used to find it really funny when I was around people who were smokers mm. but didn't have a lighter or a way to ignite <laughs> the cigarette. I'm just like, of the two things you need <laughs> as a smoker, you need a cigarette and a way to set it ablaze. Three, you oh. need the excuse every time for why you're going to smoke. Oh, is there one? Yeah. Other than you just, I really like it? No one ever says that. Oh. I don't think so. I need to go outside for a smoke so I can make a phone call. <laughs> or, so, or yeah, it's always like, I always or, feel like it's attached to some other reason. Like, oh, my, I'm having anxiety. Or like, I like. <laughs> well, I mean, I know like the 15 minute breaks you get at a real job, if that's still a thing. Like that's usually the, everyone's excuse. Like I got to go outside and have a cigarette. Hmm. Okay. In, one, there, in, one, in there, that environment. Are I you, am I extrapolating a conspiracy theory right now that. Big Tobacco is propagating the nine-to-five jobs so that they can sell more cigarettes because then people have those fifteen-minute breaks. Um, well, they had to get they had to get, increase <laughs> the length of the break from ten to fifteen minutes mm. because now they send people outside. You got like two and a half minutes to get out to the oh, smoking right. spot, so, which <laughs> is twenty-five feet away from the entrance of the building, and then you got two and a half minutes to get back. So you still got your ten, but and, you're just like and two and a half minutes to ask somebody for a lighter. Okay. Yeah, use exactly. the lighter. I thought yeah. you could say they extended it from ten to fifteen minutes because people really are into those Virginia Slims. Slims those really long series. Those burn just as fast. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Do you? They think, just look longer. But <laughs> do you think smoking in the workplace is a philosophical belief? <laughs> um, I think that. People who smoke cigarettes are generally more productive at work than people who don't. Well, sure, nicotine's a nootropic. Exactly, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm trying to get. Yeah. It, so get, even get if you to, give them like five, ten minute breaks a day yeah. to go, like you're okay. Here, take six. Have an hour, <laughs> an hour out of your eight hour day. You have to because, smoke six cigarettes today because right. you're going to get nine hours of work done in those seven hours remaining hours. Yeah, and then like I would also rock and roll a, is a smart business strategy. I would also short against their insurance like take out basically leverage against their oh fuck yeah their life insurance because then you'll double down when they die yeah i take a take a policy and keep paying it after they and just short transition. it yeah. yeah who's the last person you know that died just because they smoke cigarettes just because they smoke cigarettes like lung cancer mouth cancer like something you could equate it's, to like it's the, been a while actually my like grandf- my grandmother was a chain smoker the entire time yeah. i was alive mm-hmm and she yeah. died at 89 from like natural causes. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 grandma smoked. She's still alive. She's 87. Um she quit. She smoked I think she smoked pretty much religiously for 50 years. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think that it is a a philosophical statement of some kind to smoke cigarettes. Nor do I believe it. You can you can you can consume them religiously with the fervor, <laughs> with the fervor of a zealot, but I don't believe they are religion themselves. So you wouldn't want your pension invested in a cigarette company? I, if it was making me money, I'm all for it. Fuck yeah! Because all right, uh, go ahead, sp- spill the spill the. <laughs> all right, so so, so stop this is tap this dancing is, around. This? Yeah, stop tap yeah. tap dancing because because we need to get this get get some arguing on here. Okay, so there's an article in the New York Times today. Um, ethical veganism is a philosophical belief. British court rules is the headline. Um, so I guess the premise basically. So that's ethical veganism. Yes. Differentiated from religious veganism, <laughs> plain old veganism. <laughs> I think, uh, I think they don't really make the distinction, but I think they are saying there's a distinction between like being a vegan and being an ethical, being vegan. An ethical vegan. Yes. Which I don't know how you can. I'm an unethical vegan for sure. <laughs> Doesn't that describe like the Earth Liberation Front and then and the Animal Liberation Alf? Like they're unethical vegans. They just blow shit up. Well, they they use organic explosives. I mean, <laughs> fertilizer for, for <laughs> grass fed fertilizer. Grass fed. For, I, I, I feel like fuck. that becomes a slippery slope because then it's really just up to the person you're having a conversation with to decide what kind of vegan they are in the moment. Yeah. Well, this is the problem with words, right? They don't mean anything anymore. So <laughs> now, but, but, but wait, so this, so it, it got taken. So what happened is with an employee, a, a guy working for a company, mm. um, you can, yeah. So it, it sounds like this gentleman, uh, Jordi Casamidiana, I probably murdered that name, but Whatever, at least well, it's not at least murdering you, animals. Just you did it ethically. Um, <laughs> you strangled it. It it sounds like his pension is being invested in a company that tests on animal products. So I don't know what kind of company that is. It doesn't say what the company so is. So now he works for a company that is like cruel free cruelty free sport or something. The right? League Against <laughs> Cruel Sports. Okay. How, no, I'm more interested in that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Definition. The well, league. Again, of un, I want to start a league of unusually cruel sports. <laughs> exactly. Well, so when they. It's jujitsu, but with tickling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was more thinking like, okay, when they, the, the Afghan sport with the goat head. Um, like the, yeah, that there has yeah. to be a way to convince the goat. The the best thing in the world is about to happen it right before you behead it in order to play a game with it. 
or something like make it happy tickle it first or yeah. whatever like um, so I, I imagine they're talking about bull bullfighting is that I, I would think bullfighting um cock no. fighting for as long as that, uh, hold on, give me a minute yeah. to read this. Okay, you you keep reading it because I'm we're uh, gonna uh, speculate uh, over here, uneducated <laughs> like. Because <laughs> since we've never, yeah, just like other things that we never. Okay, we so just, but let me see. Uh, I'm just trying to get the the parameters. Say so he works for a company specifically. His profession is tied to his philosophical belief of being an ethical vegan. So, but veganism has nothing to do with cruel sport. Okay, let, let me. He's, Hop in real quick, and it'll make yeah. a little more sense. Okay. So the cruel sport is banning of fox hunting, stag hunting, otter hunting, hare hunting, and hare coursing in the UK. So it's against oh, yeah. the hunting of, I would guess, what we could call small animals in the UK. In a particular, using dogs to yes. do yeah. so. Yes. But I thought that was already had already been restricted, the use of dogs to, um, to hunt fox. To hunt fox, yeah. Uh, but maybe that's, maybe, they, maybe the, the league of against whatever the league were effective the league is known for being instrumental in bringing about the hunting act of 2004 which banned hunting with hounds in england and wales Boom. yet we are nice. still fighting to protect foxes hare and deer from illegal hunting which takes place far too frequently across the uk but what, for sport or but, for but what is it well it's all like what are you gonna do with a fox make it get a few of them make a coat yeah Okay. This is a fucking awesome. It's cold. Coat. Yeah, I yeah. bet it is. And I've seen um, the fox in in London. They're not fucking cool. They're not like pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because they're fucking urban. <laughs> they're crack foxes. They're crack. Yeah, exactly. Eating garbage and such. <laughs> but um, so when they say hunt illegal hunting still continues, mm. does that mean people are still using hounds? I, w- I would assume so. And then I don't know what if like they have certain years or certain times of the year like we do. You can hunt, and people are hunting outside of those, but it. It does seem like the dogs are a big part of it, and they yeah. also. I, um, I have a special disdain for like aristocratic bullshit. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree with them on that. They, they also do stuff with trying to, you know, ban dog fighting and break up yeah. circuits. Totally of dog agree fighting. with that. Like, yeah. Totally, totally yeah. on board yeah. with all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, so we are we are in that sense we are more or less philosophically aligned with mm-hmm. the their charter or yeah, you know sure. him, this and this guy who's working for this company, and so. He's he's doing that, and he started doing the deep dive on how the company's pension funds were being invested. Mm-hmm. Now, generally, that's not the people in the company who are handling that. They right. hire a financial advisor, a broker, or, somebody or, or yeah, you know, broker, an outside like firm a, of sorts, an outside firm of sorts, to give them the biggest return on. Mm-hmm. that investment so they can provide the greatest value in terms of pension for their employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I would want to do. Yeah. Like, Hey, we're, we're, sh- you know, we're investing this money. We're Give maybe they're matching some of the, you know, whatever it is, but Bernie made off. That's where I'd put my money. He made off with it for sure. Somebody's pension. So, He's, he's looking at it and he realizes that some of the companies that the fund is invested in or some of the companies within the portfolio mm-hmm. are conducting animal testing, which is cruel, therefore against the, um, well, the, the charter for the company, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, or the, or the, the philosophically, right. uh, you know, separate from it or, you know, divergent from it. Um, so he, if I remember 
the part that I read correctly, he, he informed the higher-ups at the company yep. that this was going on. They took no action. Mm. He felt silenced. So he kind of did an email blast to everybody who works at the company informing that this was going on and that he notified up the chain and they didn't do anything about it. And somehow, shortly thereafter, he was riffed. Correct. I mean, if, and if, now he's if saying anybody remembers the, the redundant something. Anyway, he got fucking fired. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's saying it's because of his beliefs and his, you know, his ethical veganism is the reason they got rid of him. So it, it actually went to the court. So he took it to court mm -hmm. in order to see if the way that he ate be, and, and the, you know, the why of his chosen diet would grant him similar philosophical or religious type protection um, mm. against being terminated for those beliefs. Yeah. Discrimination, yeah. And the courts ruled in his favor. Uh, yeah, I get it. And so next Monday, when that guy's back at work, it's gonna be real awkward. It's gonna be real <laughs> or, awkward. Or when he's not back at work, work and his bank account is much inflated from what it was a few days ago. Right. Yeah, I, I'd have to. So I'm tending to side with him. I'm not. I, I'm not not siding with the guy, but I mm -hmm. feel like the court ruling veganism is similar to a religion is a very slippery slope. I don't think that it is, honestly. Okay. And, and and I'll <clears throat> the only contrast I have so in uh, World War II, um, Jehovah's Witnesses became conscientious objectors. Right. So they refused to fight because they thought it was absurd that they had spent the past, I guess it would 40 or 50 years at that point, trying to convert people to their faith who lived in Germany to then go try to kill those people that they were trying to convert in faith. So they had a conscientious objection to the idea of war. And so they were put into prison for that um, on both sides. Right. Uh, in Germany, they're put into concentration camps. They were given the opportunity to get out and they distinctively said no like we're not going to change like this is a, a a conscious decision to not kill another person because of governmental failings or whatever i think they missed the point of what world war ii was about but that's a separate matter but i do agree that you should be able to conscientiously object to something like in that that is a faith like you there's no real proof for it right like i think Ethical veganism, the best it fits into is a faith-based... I was going to say, is there a proof for any faith? No, but that's what makes it faith. Right. Um, and so th that's why I'd say, like, there's nothing that shows that it's more ethical to not kill animals and to eat tofu, in which case, in order to get the tofu, you kill a bunch of animals. So it's faith-based in the fact that it makes you feel better. Just like, it makes me feel real nice to know that Nana's going to be in heaven waiting for me. That doesn't make it true. It just makes me feel better. And we have a religious right to feel better about it. So that, I think, should be protected. So you don't think so, that opens the door for like just weird avenues that anybody could take that down? Because, I mean, veganism is... I understand that it's you know people's beliefs in protecting animals and doing mm -hmm. the right thing by animals, but it is also a diet, right? Mm -hmm. Like... Which, Which means it's a more practiced thing than any other fucking religion in the world. 
Like uh, most religions are not no, actually there's way practice. more Catholics. No, than no, there but are I'm, vegans. <laughs> but, but I mean, practice. Like, what do you do as a Catholic other than you know say oh, your hail marys? Sure, go to church on right. Sunday. To but abide by day. ethical vegan, there's it's a very strict manner, and you're actually like you're practicing. You're doing something that actually involves work and and actually work ethic. I have to pay attention, which I think is more of a religion than going. Uh, fuck it's Sunday not today I'm gonna watch the football game but I still get all the rights that those people that claim that religion have yeah but um but you can TiVo the football game now <laughs> is TiVo so still you, the, or whatever <laughs> do they, I, just, I don't even know TiVo is so not, what 2005 I mean you'd have to have a DVD player or some shit or like <laughs> I don't sure. even know how that shit worked but um so I can't wait for the appeal yeah for the the company to come back and say we did not fire him mm-hmm. for that. So a, but all that means is that that doesn't reverse the court ruling. That just means he ain't going back to work there. Right. Right. Um, I'm sure and, it's still going to end in a settlement. I would be shocked if it didn't, of sorts, just to shut him up. If anything, I could be wrong, but I I don't know. I mean, I would. Um, I would. Yeah, you, you could do a really a, a really cool thing, make a huge statement, and. And and like seriously crucify the guy mm. by just saying, oh yeah, here's your settlement, and now all of your fellow employees that you informed of this, they no longer have jobs because the company is now bankrupt. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, Th- that would be the more appropriate thing. <laughs> well, actually, that would be our style. That's why how we would see. Handle that's it. that's yeah. how we would yeah, handle yeah. it. But and Which then also why we're not in charge of a company. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just just like that that thing like. Did, you know, did he make, was it, it's an interesting assumption to have made because I don't know whether he got, you know, like, hey, we can't, you know, they come, did somebody come to him and actually say, look, we got to let you go on account of, yeah, you know, how strict you're being adhering to you. You're trying to get us to adhere to your beliefs. Right. right? See, that uh, that's, a, that's the second part, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because... I mean, surely there are other places to invest the money in companies that do not conduct testing on animals. But if you have 99% of your employees are totally fine with it and one guy's not and everybody's in the same portfolio, how do you... I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't know that world, but I feel like that's a lot of... But then if it goes down that road, you know, what do you... Like you said, it's a slippery slope in the sense of, okay, what other beliefs can then be characterized and protected. I mean, characterized as, you know, a philosophical slash religious belief, right. et cetera. Um, and, 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 and be, be, you know, be characterized as, as such. And then people starting to claim that protection in some way that is um, possibly. Sure. I feel financially like beneficial to them. Right. Cause it, it sets a precedence that, I mean, what if you're like, uh, I'm fucking paleo, dude. I don't do grains. You invest my money in General Mills. Like, we got to... Well, then he has to object to... Like, it, it, what where it falls apart is where he has to object to where his tax money is going. Like, it's going to fight wars and killing things. And if you were... This is why I brought up the conscientious objector thing is because you can't pull out of the... You can't single out like, well, I don't want my money to go towards that. Right. Because you bought into a system, which is... He agreed to be part of the system. He didn't agree to part of the system based off of his, like, every single... They're not going to adhere to every single one of his beliefs. Well, he didn't agree to be part of the tax system, you know, of in, in the UK. And he, was, he, he hadn't been born there and didn't leave. He didn't get on a boat and 
throw some tea in the water and come over here. True. Um, <laughs> uh, or come over here. They threw the tea in the water here. Back by your place. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, it was in a harbor somewhere exactly. by the Celtics or Red Sox. Or <laughs> yeah. They're playing a game, I think. <laughs> they ruined the whole game. Oh, it was yeah. Red Coats. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Fuck. Red Sox. How did, how did they speak? Let me just let me just do a little rabbit hole here, mm-hmm. please. Um, how did they become the Red Sox when it was fucking Red Coats was the was the issue? I've actually never even thought about that till uh, right now. Just, <laughs> like, well, like, as long as it's not our coats, I be, guess we're good. Well, because they probably turned their coats into socks. Because they're oh, you know, after it's they not cool after to they, have a red coat anymore. So, <laughs> well, what are we going to do with all this extra fabric? Yeah, well, it's got holes in it, so we can't use it all. <laughs> you know, some of it's kind of redder in places than others. And anyway, um, okay, so now we're back to uh, so he it, there there is a level of hypocrisy there that mm. yes. He volunteered to work for the company mm-hmm. and thinking that everything that he was involved in in his life to include riding the tube mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, all of the things like, I'm sorry, you can't not have a fucking impact. You can try, but the fact that you're ethically vegan, you went mm-hmm. to work for this company, the company wasn't behaving in the way that you thought was a consistent with their the company beliefs, but also yours. So you tried to change that, but I would, but that's a very small sort of microcosm. It feels like, because if you do look at where the tax money goes, if you do look mm-hmm. at, okay, uh, other actions that you take as a human being, you cannot have no, imp- I mean, I just, my friend Brittany, the other day I saw her post this thing on social media talking about like, um, she flies, you know, hundred thousand miles a year or something on airplanes for her for her job, and so she started doing a contribution um, uh, to, to to offset that in uh, carbon emissions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's actually put her money where her mouth is, right? Um, in in that regard, it's like and maybe ask Delta or something to match her mm-hmm. contribution, you know, whatever. But so there are people who are doing certain things to try and reduce their impact on the world around them mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what this fellow does obviously maybe he is you know r- rides his bike and recycles and you know whatever but uh, as a fox hat yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find a, it a red fox hat a red fox. <laughs> I, i'd be curious to see how it got to the whole ethical vegan thing because i feel like the company in and of itself that he works for you would think is against the things he's against Based on what they do for animals. Yeah, but here's where, like, uh, and this is kind of comes to the tax thing is like, you can bow yourself out of it. Like, he could have easily noticed what they were doing, not agreed with it ethically, and said, I don't want to be a part of that, and taken the hit. Because that's what your friend, she takes a hit. Yeah, she takes a hit. So he didn't decide, okay, I'm going to leave the company. No, he take, wanted them to change their pen, behavior take, so he could still enrich himself. T- exactly. Let me continue. Oh, yeah. Just and then you can you can jump on that. So yes, to if if the, the company he was working for was behaving in in a way inconsistent with his philosophical beliefs, um, he, he he wanted the company to change to accommodate him. Mm-hmm. But he should have this. You know, he, he if the the stronger statement or whatever, like the more true action would not be to try and cause that to happen and then bring the government in to kind of make you know to punish but um but to say look i'm gonna um, here's my 30 days notice i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna take 
the portion of my pension, the percentage of my pension, which was not earned in a way that's inconsistent with my philosophical beliefs. Mm -hmm. So say his 401k or whatever you would call, you know, the pension fund, you know, his, his cut of that was worth 40,000 pounds or whatever total. But 15,000 of that came from these companies that were conducting animal testing. Mm -hmm. Well, you get to walk with 25. Yeah. If you're walking the talk. Yeah. yeah. And then you can send all the email you want to warn other people that might have a similar belief. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it would, yeah, it would, I, I, I agree. It would be interesting to, to hear what happens with like the company says, no, he was fired f- not for that, but for, uh, you know, for breaking chain. Yeah, of command it, or it, like, it says fomenting rebellion. It says misconduct later in the article, but it obviously doesn't get into specifics. Yeah. But it said it had yeah. nothing to do with his ethical belief. Obviously they're going to say that. Well, yeah. And not to say it's not true, but I mean, yeah. And so, so then the, the the court rules that, and it's and it was, but it was a very specific court. It was some something about employment. Mm. Um, so it will get appealed. It will get sent to a more general court, and this and that, and it'll and every, you know, then something different might happen. Just with that one guy, though, like nothing is changing. The company's like, oh. no, full steam ahead. That guy's being loud because he thinks his movement is important. Yeah, but if you really thought it was important. He wouldn't be loud. He would just practice it. Right. Because yeah. that's what religious belief is just practiced. Yeah. There's not proselytizing. Yeah. That's not. That, 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 like, <laughs> wait, wait. Did I. That's wait not a true. Second. Hold on. <laughs> yes, <Wait>. there is. <laughs> because we want to convert more people. It depends what state you live in, I guess. Or nation. True. Yeah. Area, we're, we're in the one with whatever. the MTC, the Missionary <laughs> Training Center. <laughs> I guess they do proselytize. I heard is that really, like an MLM? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah, is. but if you join now, I can get you in on the ground level. Do you promise? Yeah. Well, the, remember Will that I the pyramid goes really high up. You're it, on the ground level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell everybody I'm my own entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, you're your own god too in this one. Ooh. We'll talk about it after this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Um, let's. <laughs> <laughs> get nervous Ooh. about that. God damn. Uh, more editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I can't say like that. I have to say that it's it has to be a protected philosophical belief. Like it like I have to agree with that. Even though I think it's I don't know. Uh, well, it's like most. But I don't get I, religious I don't beliefs. I think get, it's ridiculous. What, but it's protected in the context of he can't be fired from his job for it. Well, because it has to be like if you because if discrimination like. I get how ridiculous it it sounds, but imagine like I mean I mean take something that you can't control about yourself, like the fact that you're old or the fact that or you're that I big. wear two XL t shirts. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Or the fact that you're white or whatever, and then get have a job and your job's going great and then your job finds out that you're white or big or old and then they fire you. And that does happen. Like it happens to all of those categories. Right. But so that's why those are protected categories. But him Big being is, vegan is a choice. Me, my size is not a choice. Most people would say that their religious belief is not a choice. They would say that. Well, because they don't think. Yeah. Or, and I mean, they they might mean it because they were ordained. Like they how the universe is ordered. They right. can't help but see it this way. And. I would argue because I don't believe in free will that they're right. They don't have a choice. They have to believe how they believe. 
And that's why there's no use in fucking arguing with them. Yeah, I guess it'll be interesting to see. I mean, sure, get your job back, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't. Why would you want to work there? Exactly. If it's a company that's being unethical. They, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm curious <laughs> if, it, if they ruled in his favor, I'm sure the company's going to appeal. If they lose that again and he comes back to work, again, I don't think that's a logical scenario. Will they be forced to change where the money and the pensions are going since that was the thing he had a problem with? No, I don't think so. No. No, no, there's it, no way. Because yeah, that that would take a different thing. Like here is the way that you have to invest the the money that belongs to you know these employees. There was right. a country like, where it you have to like invest that, their money in accordance with their philosophical or religious beliefs. That there is a country where that would well, work. Well, then though. you can hear there is <laughs> here, no pension. Go invest your own money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You take the risk. Yeah, and then we'll just get rid of the pensions for all our employees because of this one guy. I, yeah. I mean, and if you do think that it should work that way, like, yeah. uh, like, you you can move somewhere where it's really close to that. In fact, we just killed one of their generals. I think Iran is like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the more interesting news articles I read today had to do with that. Yeah. Uh, Luke sent me that last night and he goes starting off 2020 with a bang. Yeah, he goes, pay attention to this. And I was like, uh oh. And I looked at it, it's like, oh, this is probably bigger than September 11th. <laughs> uh oh. It, uh oh. And, and just so, why are the terms World War Three and Franz Ferdinand yep. trending right now? Uh-huh. It was oh, definitely yeah. a Franz Ferdinand moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I. I've heard arguments that say, like, obviously the take is like, that was dumb because now we have to stay there or whatever. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of good arguments for being like, was it all we have to stay there or people going, yes, we have to stay there because they own oil companies or Halliburton. Oh, Um, Oh, shucks. It could be. Uh, I mean, my um, hmm. favorite line in that article was defining the action as reckless unilateral escalation <laughs> I was just like okay some uh i think somebody on the other side of the aisle not a republican or demi yeah remember who said that but i was just like oh i like that term i might name but a it, workout after that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that bulgarian split squat one yeah Ooh, Ooh. nice yeah, yeah like the escalation would be adding weight yep. yeah <laughs> yeah with the holds oh yeah. fuck we've been messing with that my legs are dying um yeah, I've heard and I've heard some neutral voices, try, not left or right side, actually, you know, think that it was an intelligent move. That actually, now is the time to actually draw the red line in the sand that we've been talking about because we have like a split, decisive. Iran is pushing certain things, and it's been talked about like, no, this is a decisive. Don't fuck with us. And now we fucked with you, but we weren't on your ground. We were in the area that we are supposed to be kind of supposed to be yeah i mean we have been for 20 years yeah Yeah. so we have been there you know we are there you fucked up we got one of your queens yeah and now you're really angry yeah but when they send the bishops out i mean they can only move diagonally but yeah for sure they're very limited in how they would move but i mean and it's iran so pawns i i I think they're stronger than that. I believe, yeah. I think they might have a knight or two or... Yeah. The Google fucking Earth map car just has driven by three times since we've been podcasting. 
Next time I see it, everybody raise it. I just want to, yeah, I want to get the street view and yeah. type in our address and we're in the window. <laughs> <Thank living you. laughs> Where's 972? Right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I don't, yeah, I don't know enough about it. Um, I don't to, either, to but it does educated. seem like, oh, <laughs> kick the bear which has a hornet's nest in its paws <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> and it's a very religious bear and it acts a very predictable way but it's still a fucking bear <laughs> yeah and we've we've had some um unusual discussions with that country in the past mm-hmm. um, the, they do have they have nuclear devices now i believe they do yeah yeah Fuck. Yeah, weapons grade plutonium or whatever. That they yeah. don't know if it's launchable. They don't have like ICBMs. It doesn't have to. It only has to make it to Israel to cause a problem. Well, don't give them ideas. Oh, <laughs> like they haven't thought of that. I didn't know. Maybe they listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know your reach. That'd yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> hey, you guys, it? I just heard on this podcast. <laughs> I have dear, a great idea. Yeah, dear great leader idea. is like, holy shit. Guys, we never thought about this. We're really close to Israel. It's amazing. <laughs> we could almost drive there. <laughs> I doubt they even have any checkpoints. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I would imagine that if, you know, we've escalated, you know, or increased our defense posture at this point, mm. I imagine that Israel has, like, done that 10 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. way ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. They probably knew about what we did before we did it. Yeah, so they're always way ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get, we get some problems, you know, pretty much in the backyard, in the yard. Uh, it, but we do keep our eyes open for other. I, I know I read somewhere, and I didn't read in depth, so hopefully this isn't wrong, but it was something where they said doing this, like, stopped an attack that was imminent in the United States. Uh, that sounds like well so right and i mean i don't know how you prove they, that other than telling us what the intel is which yeah. they'll never do yeah, well they hold that general responsible for quite a few like terrorist activities he's obviously like connected the i mean was there yeah probably right like, i would believe that yeah, yeah that guy fucking hates america ha- uh, he really does haven't we you know been trying to you know fix and kill that guy for a you know yeah. like, like locate fix and and stomp for a long many 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 years yeah until he became useful and then we used him against uh well first i think saddam hussein he helped and then he helped against they obviously are like one of the biggest forces against isis although i don't know how that works because i've heard that actually underlying funding is going towards isis so yeah <laughs> I, it's a big fucking shit show yeah <laughs> But yeah, I think I think he has a target on his head for a really long time. And the and the, the other guy, those kind of went. Who are the other guys that got killed with him? There's two others. Both of them are like high up leaders. Yeah. So I don't know enough. And about one it of them, I th- uh, yeah, I'd have to look at the names. But I think one of them, there's you know some tinfoil hat kind of people who think that one of those guys was in our back pocket already and was just. Uh, Accidentally, oh yeah, or tying up loose ends, or tying up loose ends potentially, <laughs> collateral yeah. damage kind of yeah. deal, or yeah, tying up loose ends. Um, Who it, knows? Fucking world sucks. People are really shitty. What a great time to be alive, eh? 
It kind of is. I was thinking that on the way I mean, actually down here. I might like, not last, but... Um, yeah. In which case, it's an even better time because we get to see the end. Guys, we, we all get to die together. Which is like nobody died. <laughs> but, 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 but wait. Could we potentially witness the rapture? <laughs> Do you know how... How, th- how bothered would you be if... It like in I mean Old Testament fashion, Holocaust happens, World War in in a, a single angelic bearded Middle Eastern man descends from the heavens as the second coming of Christ. I guess I was wrong. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, no! Shoot that guy! <laughs> Wait, no, it's it's an alien. We need the space force now. <laughs> get him out of get here! Him, get him before he gets through the atmosphere. For fuck's sake! <laughs> he needs space. I mean, because heaven is outside, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like it's beyond the atmosphere. We're all outside. We're all everything's in space, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so we are space force. Yeah, because yeah. we're, we're all space, space brothers, and we're. <laughs> Some people just take up more of it than others. I had a, <laughs> That's right. But they should not be discriminated against because they do take up right. more space. Yeah, they should it. be able to keep their jobs. Yeah. Just carry a seatbelt extender around with them everywhere they go. Yep. <laughs> it's one of the things that made me realize that um, I'm an irresponsible person is that I had a... I had a... a <laughs> I'm, I'm really, glad you prefaced that with one of the things. Yeah, I was going to say, which one is this I mean, going to be? This one was the fact that when I went home, I had a guilty pleasure of watching Ancient Aliens on History Channel. That is the most ridiculous show. Yeah, it is. Because And they set things up. like They'll be like, was this technology man-made in this ancient civilization 10,000 years ago? Or, like some ancient alien astronomers believe... That it could be alien technology sent to us from like different dimensions. And they go off on these like total tangents that literally make no sense whatsoever. But they just rate, postulate wildly. Yeah, but what about this? I love that we always assume everybody's way more advanced than we are. Like that's always, I feel like, the assumption with aliens. That they're more advanced. Well, they'd have to be. I mean, the assumption has to be if they traveled here, right? Yeah, but right. But they haven't, I guess they haven't gotten here yet that I'm aware of. Maybe Elon Musk is an alien. It could be. I mean, that's the For argument. sure David Bowie was. <laughs> Ancient alien. I mean, they alien. made a movie. Did you see that documentary about him? The Labyrinth. Yeah. David no, Bowie. no. The man who fell to earth. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? I haven't seen that. Man, he gets to. He... Wait, was Labyrinth not a documentary? <laughs> I thought that was cats. Huh. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at on the ancient civilizations using alien technology theory? I don't have a thought on it. You don't? No. How about you, Mark? I'm totally down with it. I am too. I'm, 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 just, I'm the reason not opposed I, to it. I just never really have put thought to it. The, the, like, the thing it, that gets me the is the only pyramids. thing that explains certain phenomena. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, the, but, the, but what I... Where I'm stuck is, mm. okay, they were here, and then this other species evolved, mm-hmm. and they're just like, we don't want to party with those fuckers. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like, this is going to go bad. Yeah. Like, if we just stick around and hang out with these fucking people that have 
things that are crawling out of the swamp and mm-hmm. they're starting to walk now and stuff pretty soon they're going to start to talk and they're going to yeah. get fire and then I there's had... going to be like a wheel <laughs> and then there's going to be fission and soon and, they'll be vegans and, and, soon, and they'll be <laughs> fucking vegan it's just going to be a shit show we need to leave before this goes really bad but think... we'll watch yeah we won't go too far i think about it similarly <laughs> except that like i had this great beachfront property it was called atlantis and it was awesome and then these like hairy monkey things came out and started like throwing their shit at us and they just ruined the whole vacation so we <laughs> sunk that yeah <laughs> and we got the fuck out of there and we back, back we went back home i saw that documentary too <laughs> i think jason was in it <laughs> alligators with fucking laser beams <laughs> exactly I don't, I don't know alien technology it is alien <laughs> technology ancient Alien technology. True. It'd be pretty fucking but cool to ride. time is, you know, like uh, made up, it's I have not a, ancient. I have it a... Just, dis- well, actually, this is no shit. They do think that um, to bridge to the theory of everything, uh, most people in their fi- in fields, as in plural, think that they need to get rid of space-time as a variable. That it needs to go away. That that is what's stopping quantum physics from merging with uh, relativity, which is weird because relativity is dependent on space time and bending it. So you almost have to remove that completely in order to get it to work. So Keegan, what do you bench these days? <laughs> I was gonna say this is why people don't like you. He, plan- he benches the Planck scale. <laughs> yeah, I sure don't bench five point six one eight. I think it is. Someone's gonna yell at me because it's probably wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but they'll just yell zeros and ones, so you ten, won't even. You won't, the, you'll just read it. Ten to the you won't have to six. Hear it. Yeah. Plus, like don't so. don't talk about my weight training. You were the one picking up the dumbbells yesterday. Saw well, that. I was just cleaning up. Amen. You cleaned up a lot. <laughs> Some of that in, involved bending your arm and bringing the dumbbell closer to your shoulder. Shh. <laughs> it oh. might be misconstrued as a bicep curl <laughs> or a reverse. So it's functional. Yeah. A, ver- a reverse clean. A, a slow clean. Slow. Yeah. yeah. A it's, single it's arm just... dumbbell slow clean. <laughs> single arm dumbbell Tempo. slow Tempo clean. clean. Tempo. Tempo clean. Yeah. But that was also combined with my Zen dumbbell complex, That's which true. is just done really slowly in a meditative way while not allowing Keegan to mock me as I'm doing it. Just ignoring the mocking. See, that's like it's that's good the training. hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it toughens my already somewhat thick skin. But Mark did assure me that he he journals ahead of time so he can manifest his own destiny. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like so for next Thursday, I can't remember what I journaled for next Thursday, but it was something about um doing more than I did this Thursday. And therefore it will happen because I already wrote a I already journaled about it. Right. Once and, it's written down, it's it's already basically well, like it's done. No, that's like only step one. You need to blog it broadcast it other people blog need to it read you need it. to blog it you need to gotta blog it yeah <laughs> it can't even really be broadcast because nobody trusts broadcast but blogs but blogs? blogs are the future yeah. <laughs> well, you get instagram posts about it too those are always wildly accurate yeah Actually, i'm gonna check because i'm going back here now um i asked a very serious question okay. about what people would want to ask uh, want us to ask you when you come back to salt lake oh boy when was this? I don't even. I don't know if I'm prepared for this. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I d- this is going to have to be like a limited sort of teaser for the full three-hour episode. 
Oh, okay. So that many questions? There was a oh, lot. Oh, there was a lot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Some, many of them were the same, had to do with... This know, one's my favorite. Your chosen philosophy about <laughs> eating. Uh, yeah. And whether that should be... But, whether that protects you well, or that, that's poignant protects, to the podcast it protects the plants or you know I, whatever i think this one um this one's perfect because so to reiterate um the question that i asked god damn it fucking slow what are some questions you would like discussed in at keegan dylan homecoming episode here's my favorite question that came back because man See, it just person. went by. The fucking Google oh, yeah. car just went by again. Did it really? It. Yeah, oh, it's, shit. it's actually stopped out front. What? Well, <laughs> we need to go moon that fucker. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should I announce their name too? Sure. I, I'll read this first, and then you let me know whether I should read their name. <laughs> um, so, in reply to my my story, <laughs> what's the difference? between Jim Jones and CrossFit. Wait, deference? Yeah, for sure. Deference. So it's misspelled. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm reading it how it is. I'm trying Wait, to... what's the deference? What's the deference? Does, 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 does one of these organizations defer to the other? Is that, is that what the question is? I don't know. Maybe it's better. <laughs> I... Now we should have saved that joint for just now. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to talk. No, I really almost can't finish this. What's the difference between Jim Jones and CrossFit? What's the history between these two? Also, did Mark Twight and Greg Glassman ever work together? Side note, if y'all pick these, can you let me know if these made the cut, please? Well, listen to the podcast and you'll know whether they made the cut. Should I message him back right now? <laughs> Just say, you hey, made it. tune in. We're broadcasting live. I don't know how to answer two questions about two organizations I've never been associated with. I'm excited to hear you try <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look, give me your best shot. Get, like, especially just, just make sure that, you know, you focus on deference <laughs> <laughs> while answering these questions what, what <laughs> or we could just answer the intent you know just just go with the intent of the question and not the it could let's say it's a typo or let's, like just, a, let's just yeah. say that autocorrect didn't work this time or they're just way above our level <laughs> and and they're and they're really really messing with us yeah it really could be because technically i had to look this up Respectful submission or yielding to exactly how um, what is the difference between Jim Jones and CrossFit? Which one yields to the other? How <laughs> freely am I allowed to speak? As freely as as cool. we have. Um, so I believe currently <laughs> the difference between Jim Jones currently cur currently we're talking and this time yeah which is January third, two thousand twenty. Rock and roll. Boom. I do believe that the difference would be that CrossFit is successful successful and making money and jim jones is the opposite of that from everything i've gathered out in the world of fitness i have no idea but i do know that crossfit is successful i hear one company makes money and one does the opposite of that <laughs> oh that's a that's a bit of difference yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. God damn it. <laughs> um, and I do believe Mark and Greg worked somewhat, maybe in we we did the vicinity of each other for a point in time until yeah, um, you know, somebody wanted to ruin that relationship, and then that relationship <laughs> ended. 
And that's why me and Mark are getting burning britches tattooed on our legs. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I want mine. Uh, no, I want a tramp stamp of a burning brick <laughs> for sure. Oh my god! It could be. It could literally have like a sun around it, it and then. It, yeah, we need to make a bet, and the loser it, has to get that tattoo. <laughs> I would do that. I would do it. I would do. I would get a burning bridge tattoo. Actually. It has to be a tramp stamp, though. Fuck. My ba- mine's already taken. Oh, that's right. I'm total tattoo virgin, so put it anywhere. Face right here, burning. Bridge. <laughs> so it looks like a tear. Your Next. first tattoo is a bridge on your face. No, like, no, because I'm thinking. I'm thinking like. Like a big span with two towers and some cables and such, something for you know someone to grab onto while they're <laughs> okay. Burning, <sinking. laughs> burning bridge tattoo, ass cheek. We need to bet. We need to come up with a bet. Oh, we don't have to do it now, but okay, we should do yeah, that. Yeah, okay. That's in the, maybe people could write in and tell us what they think the bet should be. <laughs> maybe, and maybe uh, they could defer. I which would say they, it, it, we can. Yeah, I don't. I so, don't know how to use that word in a sentence right now. With that, um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. So there's that. Oh shit! So what? But place. the difference. And did they ever work together? Yeah. Okay. We did. You did answer it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Actually. Um. Hang on here. Let me uh, see if I still have this. It'd be super fun. I got to turn the volume all the way up. Hey, Mark, it's Greg Lassman again. Also with nothing to say. Just saying hi. Hi, kiddo. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was amazing. June 20th, 2019. Nice. Call back? No, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But I will. I mean, we got a lovely seat for him over there. He can sit in, and oh, that man. would be a microphone. He I'd can be speak so into. stoked on that. Uh, it That'd would be, be awesome. amazing. I, just, just in the sense of like, hey, water under the you know meat bridge under the burning bridge <laughs> under the burnt bridge. <laughs> it can't go under the bridge because the bridge got burned. But water just know. passing through the sides of the bridge, <laughs> yeah, or the remaining pieces of it. Or, no, exactly. it, would be, it would be actually generating cool. hydroelectric power. It'll yeah. be cool. He's he's a manifester of sorts. Like he has done some extraordinary things. Absolutely, for the kind I of can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do admire him. I think he's he's like he's done something special with his life. I I can't I can't I can't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm cool having a hard time digesting the fact you just told me you admire somebody, but I'll, I'll get there. Do I not? I admire lots of people. I'm just giving you a hard time. I thought about this today. I th- everybody actually, well, because there's God, there's a really good group of guys that comes on Friday to roll at Johnny's, and I, I consider them all teachers. Like they're all my teachers. They're really good, um, and, and and like not just in their like sport sense. They all have like phenomenal lives. It's kind of interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like one of them's a doctor. He was like, he works with epilepsy patients like he's like he's like the most genuinely nice person and he is so fucking good at jujitsu and they there's a reason why he's good at both sounds like that'd be a good conversation too yeah if i can drag him in here at some point he's really cool we gotta get johnny back yeah i'm gonna get some more cauliflower ears in here besides josh cauliflower ears yeah um yeah and then i thought i thought about today this is a weird thought because the first time i thought um that I have a lot of teachers, but like Johnny is a mentor. Like I don't, I don't like. I argue with teachers. That's just my style. Yeah. <laughs> I like you know try to get to the bottom and see how good at teaching they are. But 
Johnny, I don't argue anything. There's I a just, unique distinction like, between those two. Yeah, I just do what he tells me yeah. when he tells me to do it. And I, there's like no questions asked. It's a really weird distinction. I don't, I don't, I don't Is question. that because he can make you unconscious? No, because there's lots of guys that can. It's because yeah, he okay. sees yeah. so much further down the path than I can. And he's so patient. And so like. And that would be the distinction between a teacher and a mentor. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he just. Yeah, like, I agree with that. I, I've never identified that before when people are like, oh, it's your instructor. I was like, no, Johnny's a mentor to me and everybody else is kind of showing me tricks yeah. and he's like guiding this path and, and he like, doesn't it ever put, putting it all together. It's the difference you. also between like in the climbing context where you have like a climbing instructor yeah. and you have a guide. Oh. One is like teaching you to do the thing. Yeah, yeah. The other is facilitating an experience mitigating that's what it is maybe that's um, what we're missing these days is there's not a lot of mentors anymore it's a lot of instructors yeah, there's a lot of teachers a lot of instructors there's not a lot of mentors. a youtube video cannot be a mentor i no. agree like someone who get like that's yeah. that, that is all instruction slash teaching or you know jerking off because you have but, to develop a relationship for the mentor like yeah, you that can't has just to be a relationship give information to the masses yeah and and in order for him to see further down your road, mm -hmm. he needs to know you. Yeah, right. You have to do. You have to develop that relationship. And you've known Johnny. I don't know. Is it fifteen? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Two thousand nine. It would actually, yeah, two thousand nine or two. So ten. Yeah. Ten years. So you know each other. Yeah. <coughs> now you know each other in a different way. Now that you started training at. Oh yeah. The the the. Yeah. Club school academy, school school yeah. whatever um, and. Yeah, if absent that relationship, it is instructional. But if you have the relationship, mm. then you can be guided, steered. You can have things that are on your path that you don't see illuminated for you. Yeah, and he doesn't, he rarely, why I trust him is he rarely tells me to do something so that I know that he's thinking, like when he does he, tell me, he has thought about it and it's, I shouldn't even question it. Nice. And so, like, mostly it's me just talking at him, and he like nod and be like, "Right on, cool." That and sounds real familiar to me. Me just talking at you and you nodding. <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> what me and you do in that space out there oh. in the conversations we have with people, and it. I, I'm not going to call myself a mentor because I sure. don't think I am, but I think we sprinkle bits of mentoring. Oh yeah, to the people that come in this building. I don't know what the fuck we do. I was trying to think. Well, I, don't, I have no idea how to describe that to people, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I don't consider myself a mentor at all. Don't yeah, follow no, I, me. I'm lost. Right. <laughs> Johnny might say the same thing. Uh, he probably would. In fact, so I told him my plan, this, because I've like turned a corner with jujitsu and now it feels really good. And now yeah. I can like practice appropriately for my, like I've never been able to practice and articulate what I want to work on and see the holes like glaring. And now they are. So I was like, I want to take advantage of that. So I told him I wanted to book two and a half months of privates with James to start. And I would roll with James. James would pick up what he thought was the most glaring hole. And we would drill that one thing for two and a half months. And then I would do the same thing with Damon. And then I'd do the same thing with, you know, eventually Johnny. But sure. there's like two other black belts. How'd you come up with 10 weeks? Um the uh, like just averaging out the costs that I wanted to pay those guys for their hourly and like what I like wanted okay. to give them, so that ends up being like eighty dollars a session. 
You think you'll end up like maybe halfway through being like, oh, I got this. We should move on to something else. No, but it might. And James said that. He's like, actually, you should split them because it's a lot. an hour is too much. He's like, you should do a half an hour right before you do open rolling. And so do a half an hour like twice a week. And that's why we came up with that plan. And I was like, Johnny, I think if I do this, I'll be okay at where I'm at. I'll be my okayest that I can be. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe graduate from a white belt that was the only thing he responded to and he laughed and he goes yeah you might be okay <laughs> I, got him. I fucking love that guy yeah, oh my god yeah so that that was my wow. plan yeah. yeah yeah i'll still be a fucking white belt I'm white belt for life i'm holding on to that thing <laughs> with like nails and teeth yeah it'll just be like white with like stripes of <laughs> like dozens of stripes of blue tape on it and eventually all the white will be covered up by blue tape oh and my God. it'll be blue. Milda's brown belt is ridiculous because she's had that for now I oh think my it's like goodness. nine years or something. Yeah. She's had a brown belt for nine years and it's like tattered. Like it literally looks like yeah, it's like fraying and yeah. falling apart. Somebody like took sandpaper to it and like it looks fake. You're like Dude, just buy a new belt. She's like well I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, that was a weird... I was thinking about that on the drive here, actually, about distinction between teachers and... Yeah, I think it's a good one. And I do. I don't think there's many of them in the world anymore. Yeah. We had a get-together, a shindig. Because everybody wants to just YouTube, you know, the more reach I have, the more people I whatever... Yeah. And I feel like it just gets... The message gets diluted. If you're looking for followers, you are not a mentor because it takes it out of you. To, like, mentor somebody, it's exhausting. Because you're really worried about doing a good job, right? It's pre- it's pretty interesting though how how people want you know go about learning, mm-hmm. like how they want to learn, um, because I've and, and yes I've I have teachers and this and that, but and and sometimes yeah I need to go on the internet I need to look at a YouTube video mm-hmm. to figure out some software fucking thing with mm-hmm. InDesign or you know whatever. And, and that's what I think those things are useful for. It's like I'm stuck. I need to know how to do this. Like a tutorial. I don't want to read a forum. Because then it's just like, oh, you r- operate a Windows system. That's why this doesn't work for you, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Like right. it, like it, it made me realize when I, because now we're, you know, I've been trying to build this sort of raid array here mm-hmm. to back everything up because yeah. you know we're kind of fucked up about that, <laughs> okay. um, and, right. and I don't want to get totally fucked. But to to like read about that and and they're like, oh, don't buy this, you know, go on a forum and just to see what questions people ask and and why and then maybe some d- different sort of comments about particular products and that kind of thing and and it took me like a week to realize that all of the people commenting about the system that I bought mm-hmm. in a negative sense were people who were trying to adapt it to Windows systems when it was specifically designed for Mac <laughs> but it took me yeah. a fucking week I'm just like oh I can't I can't get that and then I start looking at other stuff and then go back and read through and this and that and and so there, there are definite sort of the pitfalls from, you know, with the, with those you tutorials or reading forums or whatever. I guess it's not the tutorials; it's more the forums. So then I drift towards a tutorial about something, especially if it's a, like, how do I export this so that it doesn't, you know, so it doesn't change along the way? How right. do I import a particular export profile from a printer? you know, into my system so that I can give him the file that he needs. You know, those are like things that are tutorial yeah. in nature. But what I want to, you know, when we set up the podcast studio, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I could read all I want, but there's nothing that beats having a, hiring yeah. a person to come in 
and talk about it. Yeah. What do you want to do? What are the problems mm-hmm. that you feel like you have? And th- and that's still not a mentor because it's a short term deal. Yeah. But it's just I, I think there's you learn and progress in a very different way when you have a one on one conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. And that to me is sort of the downfall or the the you know of the classroom setting even a one to 30 relationship with a teacher right. um, or the tutorial or whatever, but just to like, okay, this is important to me. I want to learn. I will, as you just said, Michael, mm-hmm. you're going to spend, you know, this amount of money. You are going to invest money, which means time, which costs energy mm-hmm. into these one-on-one relationships because that's the experience you want to have. And it can take, and, and it, it the, the requirement is beyond instruction. Yeah, it's, and, and I and I've arrived to a place where I can actually get the value out of it, which yes. I w- couldn't two years ago. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. like that's kind of my hang up with CrossFit classes, and I'm not knocking it, but me personally, like I don't want to stand up and instruct thirty people whose names I half know, and like I'd rather do one person, two person, maybe three or four, and guide them, get to know them. Yeah, I don't feel like a skills teacher, although I think it's a really valuable thing to be at some point to just be able to be so good at a skill and explaining a skill that you can just relate really easily. Yeah, like, yeah. I admire like seeing CrossFit coaches that can explain something really well to a mass of people, where it's like, yeah. oh, I think they all get it because I don't have that, but I want to like. To me, it's learning about the person, seeing how they move talking to them while we do things, going through things, as opposed to just like, you know, the, I guess, general cueing for movements mm-hmm. or, I don't know, that's just not my style, I guess. Well, and I'll, I'll do that, but it's because I want to get them down the road to the part that I think is important. Yeah. And I think that that's... Yeah, you need to, th- there needs to be, for sure, the tutorial slash instructional on-ramp, let's yes. say, mm-hmm. to get them to a point where we can actually have the conversation. Yeah. But I I think even the conversations you can have during that process are very important. And I think this is the biggest distinction I'll make between it is that a mentor has to choose you. You cannot choose a mentor. You can choose a teacher and a skills teacher. It has to go the other way around. Yeah. They have to care about you almost more than you care about yourself. You can't walk up to something like, please mentor me. Yeah, no. Like anybody that says yes to that is a teacher. Yeah. That's really interesting. Or a charlatan. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think you need a level of connection to like actually have the impact that you feel from Johnny. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and there's like, because there's, I have tons of black belt teachers. They're like, they're by the handful. They're all experts. They're all champions. They're all like, you know, gold medalists or whatever. And they're all so humbling and they're all so articulate about how they teach a specific skill like today the guy who came down from uh one of the associated schools forgot his name black belt um jet like he he said he was like oh i'm in johnny's school he's like you know when i was a white belt johnny came to my school and taught me this one sweep he's like that's what i'm gonna show you guys because i still use it to this day and it's funny because johnny showed me the sweep before and i was pissed i was like fuck now people are going to do like this is one of my things oh, that yeah, I yeah. do and now everybody <laughs> tricks yeah now everybody's refreshed on it not like they didn't know but for sure everybody forgot and I remembered it so it was my trick cuz it's like a you know kind of a lasso spider guard where you can either sweep somebody but if they don't they pass the leg and then you you, you trick them into giving you a, a bicep slicer everybody falls for it every fucking person falls for it 
Time to find a new trick. Exactly. And that's why I was laughing is because then that guy showed me the next trick. Like he, like, I don't, uh, yeah, I got that part and I was kind of bummed. And then he showed me something else because he had also done the same thing. He's like, now you do this. And he showed me a, a trick that is a basic uh, arm bar. Everybody learns this. And I don't like them because you fall on your butt and you lose the arm because that's when people suck. At like everybody loses the arm. And he, he was like, think about it like this. And he just triangulated. He's like, showed me shapes and geometry. And I instantaneously like understood what he's talking about. And I did the thing that I've been seeing for eight years and have been able to do in like five minutes. It's like awesome skills instructor. Perfect. But also the reason he, that he, he was speaking math yeah, which yeah. is why he could speak to you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people he could take that same geometry lesson, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't. Yeah, they they wouldn't be able to do that the thing that they had been seeing and not able to do for five years or eight years or whatever. Oh yeah, and he, when he talks yeah. about it, it's when he's like, but that's you're that's, not attacking the bicep, you're attacking the fulcrum, and I'm like, ah, and he's <laughs> like, you lever the arm to explode the elbow because the fulcrum is at its strongest point right here. Yeah. So he speaks in physics and I was like, I it's like a good this, teacher. I like this guy a lot. Yeah. It's but a good teacher for Michael. Yeah. 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 For me, I'm just like, but I don't know if he was saying that to Michael. Does he know you at all? He does now. Oh, I didn't know but if yeah, he knew no. that. Uh, no, that he, was... he, uh, no, he would teach the class. And then when he came over, I was asking a question about, I was doing a different arm bar saying that I like this one better. He's like, no, no, do it this way. And he showed me personally how to do it. And I was like, fuck, that's really good. I think I'm going to use that. And so it does work. It's, it, but it, it's like, yeah, some the right person says the right thing. And you're like, aha, mm -hmm. I got it. Yeah. And you're like, that's awesome. I, and then, um, I mean, last weekend I got a, a, a new guitar mentor, actually. And again, like, I've loved this guy's music for like two and a half years. Eh, two years. And... I didn't know I could actually like ask him questions. And then he showed up at this guy's house that we know. And I was like, Hey man, I really like your music. And he's like, that's so cool. Here's this song, this song you were there. Yeah. And he's like, here's this. And I was like, Holy shit. And then we had a conversation over the weekend. I was like, not wanting to play in front of him at all. That's the last thing I want to do as a one year guitar student. And he was literally like, Hey, show me, show me what we got. And I just like, played a song for everybody that I've been working on. And he's like, that was fucking fantastic. And I was like, really? He's like, you're so on your way. Here's what you need to do. And he like saw my path for me. And I was like, fuck, he's the guy. I just found my, I just found my guy. And I've been looking for a long time. Remember that red beard guy that yep. I really wanted to like, that's not the guy for me. That guy doesn't give a shit about other people's paths. This guy like really cares about people's paths. And so I, I didn't take him super serious at first. He's like, I'm, I'll guide you through this thing. Just like shoot me an email. We'll, we'll work it out. And I was like, oh, I'm working on this song called Floresta. And I, like, I'm, I'm having trouble with it. And he's like, oh, I know what that song is. I don't know how to play it, but I'll figure it out and I'll let you know. I think I was with you when he called you or texted you the song or whatever he did. He texts me three days later. He's like, sorry it took me so long. I figured it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll this <laughs> fucking blew my mind it's really good oh i think it's good i don't know so, music but i liked it so he went and found the song
who originally is it Danit who originally did it or is it N- no close no it, it's an old Peruvian song it's an Icaros really? yeah it's a very old song and the thing with the Icaros is that they are not allowed to publish them that's why they're so you have to learn them from somebody a teacher who knows how to do it they pass it on that's the tradition like that that's how all of this stuff is gets known is through song so they're really wow. ancient songs so this one floresta so he sent me the lyrics for it okay and uh a chord sheet and he's like I'll, I'll write up a tab just for you because this is my version of it and he's like if you like this version or you like a different one show me which one you want and i'll show you how to do that I was like, I like your version. The version is fucking <laughs> awesome. So it's just like, it's such a weird, like, man, like you run in, you'll run into the right people if you go to the right spots. You have to be in the right spots. Oh, so environment matters. Yes. Which I think is also involves going to the wrong spots, yeah. recognizing mm-hmm. that and moving on. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Nice. I, I must admit for being such a know-it-all asshole, mm-hmm. you have a lot of mentors. Me? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, I think it's sure. pretty cool. If people take, yeah. And I tell people, like, if you show me, I will practice as hard as anybody. You just have to show me when I'm wrong and where to go when I'm lost. And then, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I see it all the time when I'm around you, but I know oh. specific comments to this podcast are like, oh, Michael's just a know it all. And it's like, but he spends every day <laughs> trying to, like, learn shit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> I, like, I don't do that. Like, that's not my personality. Like, I took a nap today because that's my personality. So when I showed up at work at 2 in the afternoon and you walked in and said good morning. Yeah, I was just woke was, up. I was, was just, I didn't know what to say. That was real. That really happened. Because I was here when you went to sleep at 10 o'clock last night. And I'm thinking, man, that is proud. Yeah, Gus must have had to pee really bad. I was just oh, about to that say, been so awesome. Bio Jesus is strong. <laughs> oh, man. This is pretty good. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, yeah, I was kind of stunned. So good yeah, on you for taking a nap. That's, I was actually up. I was up at like four for some reason. And then. Oh. Coached two different. Happily, groups. I had left before then. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the thought crossed my mind. I was like, "Man, I wonder if Mark's still here." It, it it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm night, sure it will. But uh, last night it was about a little after midnight. I think about twelve. I think I finished editing that podcast around twelve fifteen or something. Oh, got it all I mean, uploaded and then done left. I was about two hours into sleep at that point. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to be quiet. Didn't want to slam the door or nothing. Didn't want to make you didn't, know Gus bark or didn't something. Hear, yeah, man, he sleeps hard. Oh, does he? Yeah. Especially now that he's got that chair that was supposed to be mine, and he took. I guess he it's took. his now. All right, but whatever <laughs> makes him hilarious. happy. Hilarious. <laughs> hmm. All right, I guess that seems like a. We're gonna have to come back to the actual. Homecoming. Welcome home. Yeah, we'll do. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. just do a podcast all about me and everybody. Can I think so. Yeah, whatever they want to about. I me. mean, that doesn't fit into my narcissistic lifestyle, <laughs> but I'll do it this one time for yeah. you. <laughs> Just yeah, just I'll explain my life and then you can talk over me and tell I me about my life. I can explain you what I think about your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you answer those questions <laughs> for me? No, I can see your path, man. Yeah, it goes up those stairs and <laughs> over there into that room. Yeah. Oh no, wait. There's a stop off at the steak machine. Oh right, right. there's two steak right. makers up there. The steak maker. soon to be a third. Uh, I'm gonna call them meat makers. Sounds cooler. Uh, this meat maker definitely yeah. sounds way cooler. But um, <laughs> so here's. Here's my business idea. 
that you have delivered to me just now in this moment with the, the meatmaker.com <laughs> URL know, I'm about to buy. And um, if you know Mark, he's all business. I so am. you better listen. Serious business. <laughs> An entrepreneur, <laughs> if you will. An entrepreneur. <laughs> just, and you know, trying cereal. to bring this full circle. Serial entrepreneur. Um, yeah, serial. Uh, I'm thinking about steak vending machines. I'm into it. Raw or cooked? Oh, no, it's, well, it's in there. <laughs> okay, so now depending on how often the machines are serviced, which will depend on how many people buy that, but, you know, actually yeah. buy steak from them, but you could start out with just refrigerated. So the steak is in there. You've got a couple of, like, you can choose a ribeye, you can choose a sirloin or whatever. They're, they're on display. You're going to get the one that you pick, right? It's going to be, you know, sort of hanging there. And you put your money in, whatever it's going to cost, like 100 bucks. No, we'll make it less. You've got to make it accessible. Okay, so put the money in, you push the button, and the thing spins, like, you know, the thing would spin and dump the candy bar into the thing. Mm -hmm. But what happens is, like, the thing spins, the steak drops onto the grill that heats up instantaneously because it's infrared, and <laughs> it cooks it exactly. You plug in the time you want per mm -hmm. side based on, you know, the you know, you've got a little label there and your chef's recommendation for, you know, what, okay, if you want the temperature, four minutes per side, it's going to get you medium and, you know, whatever. Um, so it's going to drop it onto that infrared cooker. You're going to cook one side, and then in a flowery display of chef's prowess, some little robot thing is going to come out and flip it over and cook the other side, and it's going to like eh, conveyor it belt yeah. onto a plate and deliver it out. Brown of butter. Wind. You need brown butter on there. You you, you know you can add <laughs> just accoutrement. Stick it underneath just a squirt of brown butter. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a little brown butter. And it's just then it's just gonna like come out on a <laughs> conveyor like a, belt. A conveyor belt like it's gonna be like on a paper plate with yeah. some not single use plastic utensils. Maybe they'll be wood. Yeah. Or something like that. And you can get it and you can stand on the corner waiting for the bus this is very eating a fucking steak. <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Please do. Instead of just a this is why nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Did the vending machine just get bigger and more complicated and use more energy? I don't no, think that's possible. Oh. One becomes the next. So you say refrigeration. I, I say dry age locker. So the stakes in the back are worth more than the stakes up front. Oh, you build in gamification of steak eating. So by day twenty eight, you've got a twenty eight day aged. New York strip. So each day they get more butter. expensive. Yes. The price goes up each Every day. Every single and day. So I, you want to get there on the first of the month if you want to eat cheap. Yes. But if you want to eat good, you get there on the last day, day of the, the month. month. And then you have your cycle. Every It's just recharged. Every month we reset the stakes. We put freshies in. Can I have a... Can, okay. <laughs> we put freshies, freshies in. <laughs> so... Um, and then I can, for an additional fee, while I'm waiting for my steak to grill, I can have a soundtrack. Right, I can choose the music that the vending machine plays for me. Whoa! What do you think about that? I like that. Yeah. Is it like a? Is it like a? It's vinyl, so it's like just, <laughs> just analog. It's analog. It's exactly. It'll be like a jukebox with a steak grilling <laughs> machine. <laughs> I think we're onto something. I do. Like, I do. You know who'd invest in our company? Um, Jordi Casamajana. <laughs> 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 Do you think he'd be pissed about the pension? <laughs> Holy fuck. Way to bring Our, it back around. That is thank you. full fucking circle in one hour and 17 minutes. And, <laughs> I can't time. Argue that, yeah. and it's time. Yeah, I think you win. Fucking beautiful. Keegan, welcome back. Good to be back.
<laughs> it's good to have you back. Seriously, I was meant to say that last night, but it, I felt it. Okay, good, good. I'm a feeler. We talked about that the other night. <laughs> we don't have to get into that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready yeah. to cry. Yeah, okay. That's a long episode. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, meet rules. Till the next time. Meet rules. <laughs>